Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. North Dakota's football program has had a serious turnaround over the last few years, becoming one of the top FCS programs in 2021. One of the big names that plays for North Dakota's team is Matt Moletzko, their offensive tackle who is six foot seven. Ahead of the season, Moletzko was one of the players named to the Senior Bulls watch list and is primed for a strong remaining year in 2021. For today's NFL Draft Prospect Spotlight interview, Ryan Roberts spoke with Moletzko about his career so far at an FCS program and his potential path to the next level. Before we get to this interview, though, folks, I need to tell you about today's sponsors. First up, we're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all of the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I also need to tell you folks about play action pools. If you haven't done so already, go and sign up for Believe's Football Pick'em Challenge at playactionpools.com. The way you do it, you go to playactionpools.com and you search Believe Football Pick'em. We're going to be selecting the 10 highest profile games of the week between the NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as cool sportsbook-style concepts called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all of your office sports pools. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. It is an interview edition. You know that it is a Thursday, so we are bringing you some inside look into some of the best draft prospects in all of college football. Joining me today, I have North Dakota offensive tackle, starting left tackle, Matt Waletsko, six foot seven, 295 pounds listed on the roster. Cancellations, obviously, for the FCS was a terrible thing to see. A lot of a lot of great football getting pushed in the spring. But the good thing was they were the only guys on TV, so they got a lot of attention. And I know that this young man has already gotten attention from Jim Nagy, the director of the Senior Bowl, playing down in Mobile, Alabama. So, Matt, appreciate you, man, again, taking a little bit of time. How's everything been going for you? Been going good. Just um, working hard and just keep getting after it. And, uh, yeah, thank you for having me on here. 
Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you you coming on, man. I, I want to touch on you know a little every part of your career a little bit, but I want to go back to first. I know you're originally uh, out of Minnesota. His hometown is listed on the roster, so I want to talk to you because I kind of did a little bit of digging into your recruiting, but I wanted to just ask you directly: what was the recruiting looking like coming out of high school, and why ultimately for you was North Dakota the best spot uh, for you to land? Um. Yeah. I mean, all throughout. Um... I started in high school, actually. started high school football as a sophomore. started playing on varsity and um, was a bigger guy. So I knew I'd get attention that way and with my size. And after my sophomore year, I attended my first camp and um, up at NDSU and the only one and got some looks there. And after junior year, I decided, like, this is a real possibility for me. So... I knew after the junior year, that's when you, like, really start going to these camps. So I attended a lot of different camps around Minnesota and some out of state. Um, and then going to these camps, I got a lot of a lot of preferred walk-on offers. But when I got up to UND, um, they saw something else in me and gave me a scholarship offer. And I took it. And, yeah, so that's here I am today. I love it, man. I love it. And obviously, you know, when we're talking about the FCS level, you already mentioned, you know, North Dakota State, uh, which you uh, attended a camp there. You're talking about UND, which you attend, South Dakota State, South Dakota. Best football in the FCS level is playing the Dakotas, man. Can you just talk about the quality of football just in that region? Because I, I think that people obviously know the North Dakota States of the world, but the, for the true people that follow the FCS, I mean, the Dakotas in general are a hotbed for, for college football. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Coming from, I know we played in the Big Sky Conference um, before the Missouri Valley. We actually just switched the Valley last year, mm-hmm. full Valley schedule. So it's just been, I think, just the level of physicality even from the Big Sky to the Valley just takes a step up. Um, you just see guys that um, are constantly training, bigger guys, and I think it just benefits um, not only me but our whole team, just as you play a season, play these different teams, um, getting the chance to play these Dakota schools just because the level of physicality and just the way they play football is that much higher, I believe. So I think it truly, truly does help. And and I know when I was digging into your bio, it, it looked like you had started, I think, five games as a true freshman. So you were a guy that, you know, immediate playing time, played in, I think, a total of nine games for you, what was the biggest difference between, because I know a lot of guys, you know, you know, obviously you want to go and play in college and you want to compete early on. You want to play a lot of football. Some guys need a redshirt season. For you, what was the big difference for you getting that immediate playing time? Um, overall, I think for me it was learning the playbook, learning the scheme. Um, that helped a lot. Um, there were some injuries on our offensive line my freshman year, so – just getting that scheme down because it's hard as an offensive lineman coming in learning the scheme, especially the different techniques as maybe not in high school. Um, but I had, um, I mean, the physical size to play, but learning the scheme was definitely the biggest jump for me. I caught on right away. And I think when those guys did get injured, I was fortunate enough to be able to step in and know the plays and, um, so yeah, that was really a blessing for me. Mm-hmm. And I know obviously you, you start 
every game next year, but then you get injured and then you come back this spring, obviously, and you have a really nice season for you over the last couple of years. You mentioned, you know, just the familiarity with the playbook and understanding the plays and set points and all that type of stuff, I'm sure. But are there some physical development that you feel like has been a huge bonus to your development as a football player? Oh, 100%. I, uh, I actually came in. Um, I know you see offensive linemen, they come in, they're underweight, so they put a lot of weight on, put a lot of muscle on. I was, I was actually the opposite. I was, I came in, um, pretty heavy as a freshman Mm -hmm. and I lost, um, not even trying to lose. I lost about 20 pounds that first fall camp we had. Um, I think I was still growing into my body a little bit too. So I was doing that but yeah I that first first fall camp I lost about 20 pounds and then it just kept uh, I just kept developing and more weight came off I actually got down to about 290 295 and then ever since I've been working with the strength staff to build up like good weight on my body um and I've always maintained my strength throughout this whole thing with which is kind of funny that I lost all this weight, but, um, yeah, I still was able to maintain my strength and now I'm saying about three or five, um, which I think will be very beneficial for me, but yeah, I had, it was kind of backwards for me almost from what your typical, um, kind of offensive lineman goes through in college. So, yeah, no, for sure. And that's very interesting, man. I would love to ask. It's like, you know, you, like you said, usually guys are skinny, maybe former tight ends, and then you put all this weight on. And, and we just saw Spencer Brown from Northern Iowa, right? He came in at like 220 yep. pounds and he got up to like 320 over like a five-year span. So like that's t- the more the typical way. You go right. in the reverse way. How beneficial do you think that was not only from, you know, unlocking maybe a little bit of the athleticism that you had taking some bad weight off, but also the flexibility aspect of playing offensive tackle. Yeah, I think it was huge. Um, at that weight I was at, it was just, I could just feel like my body wasn't right. Um, my knees, my feet, everything. I could just feel it just wasn't, it just wasn't there almost. And when I started losing this weight and started losing that, my athleticism just uh just shot up and it just kept it just kept going and the more weight and the more I continued to develop it um it just kept getting better I kept feeling better um kept getting stronger and yeah I mean like you it's just crazy you don't really see that as or in college football it's like an old lineman but it really did help my athleticism and just my play at tackle because tackles you need to be quick you need to be um it's a lot different to guard or the inside um yeah. so overall flexibility and uh, athleticism so yeah no and that's i mean from the scouting perspective of everything it's it's a the two main thing i look at offensive tackle obviously there's the unteachables right the length the athleticism the the physical profile but flexibility and core strength. And you mentioned, obviously, you know, losing that, keeping that core strong and then increasing the flexibility. It's obviously been huge for you. And I want to kind of ask a little bit about this 
it, I mean, obviously we were dealing with the pandemic for a year and a half and it seems like at least in my neck of the woods that things are getting in the right direction. We just, I mean, I would just, I just walked into a store for the first time without a mask on the other day, which yeah, was like crazy, <laughs> you know? So I, I kind of want to ask about, you know, the preparation, you know, when you were originally, you know, from the spring into fall practice, like, is there going to be a season? Then the season gets canceled. Like, how do you feel like the team and yourself individual was able just to navigate the negativity around the, the pandemic and for the ability for you guys to play in the spring? Right. Um, that's a great question. Um, Cause you kind of, we came back obviously that COVID really struck in that March and it was going through and these summer months hit and they got us back up on campus just to do some workouts. And um, I mean, masks and everything, it was, all protocol and it was different but we really didn't know what the fall would hold um but we would prepare like we were gonna play because i mean that's the appropriate mindset you always have to have and uh, i think the main thing for us was our our coaches did a great job of keeping us positive and keeping us on track and keeping us as a team because it's easy for especially during this COVID to get negative and to make excuses, stuff like that. And I think our coaches did a really great job of um, rallying our team together and creating that environment where um, our guys felt comfortable to be there and felt comfortable to work hard and stay positive throughout all this. I mean, really negative time period in our lives where it was very different and, but yeah, it was, I mean, when it got canceled, it was, I mean, frustrating just because you saw those big schools get to play. But um, like you said earlier in the podcast, it was very beneficial for us because we were the only football on in the spring. So, I mean, that was a very big positive for us as a program. So just yeah, keeping that positive mindset throughout the, throughout the whole pandemic was really key for us. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you guys did a lot of good things transitioning to the spring. Five and two record, the big upset over South Dakota State, which played in the national championship game. You make it to the, the playoffs, have a big first round victory. How fulfilling was just because I, I know, obviously, I, I'm sure that the all time I mean, the big goal is, hey, we want to win an FCS championship. We want to play in Frisco. We want right. to do that type of stuff. But just the things you guys were able to accomplish with so much going against you. How fulfilling was this spring season for you? Yeah, it was very fulfilling um, coming in. Like I said earlier, this is our first season. This COVID year entering the Missouri Valley full slate. Um, so there were a lot of unknowns. Um, we weren't highly rated in the conference right away, um, even in the country at all. Um, I don't think we got one top 25 vote um, out of anyone to begin the year. Then we started out, had that big win at home against Southern Illinois um, to really – get us rolling and then you see South Dakota, South Dakota State, um, just to keep the ball rolling and to keep that momentum going was huge. And I think, I mean, we turned a lot of people's heads, which was really fun because, again, we were the only people on TV football-wise. So people really started taking notice to us. And, yeah, it was really, really a special year to to play. Um especially during all this COVID too. Yeah, it was very fulfilling. So, 
And, and what's it like now? Because I know it's a little bit awkward, right? Like you're, I mean, I know a lot of people have said like, that's basically your spring practice, right? Is you playing football games and now you're transitioning to getting ready for the fall, quick turnaround. Like what, what has it just been like the atmosphere around the team and, and, and just kind of the philosophy that the coaches have been sticking by throughout it? Um, it's still, um, still that same mindset that we're, I mean, we got a season to prepare for. Um, yeah, we, um, uh, came off a spring season, which was unlike anything else ever really. Um, but I mean, it's a quick turnaround, get a couple of weeks off, let the body recover a little bit. And now it's back into training like you would any other summer. Um, which I think our, our team is really bought into and, they're really prepared for that just because we knew um, we were going to have two seasons in a year mm-hmm. back in the spring. So, I mean, our, our mindsets are all there now um, positively. So just, um, just in the workouts now and really in the thick of it uh, in the summer and then fall camp in August. Um, and then we'll, um, there's no doubt we'll be ready to go for the, for the fall season. So, mm-hmm. And obviously, man, I'm really excited about you because we just saw two outstanding tackles get selected in, in this past year's draft with Dylan Radins and Spencer Brown, a couple of guys in the Valley as well. And I'm excited to see you take that next step. My question for you is a two-parter. One, what's going to be the next step for you to not only be considered you know, one of the best offensive tackles in the Valley, but maybe one of the best offensive tackles just in all of college football and and I would love to hear just maybe a little perspective on you as far as watching film and trying to understand what that transition is going to look like. Maybe take a look at some NFL guys. Um, yeah. So for me personally, it's just, just continue to take that step and um, just understand the understanding what your defender will do. Um, and that comes with film, comes with preparation, obviously, but um, just that overall knowledge of the game, of the defense, and I think that'll just always continue to help me to propel myself to be the best I can. Um, and then just, I think, overall um, strength and just keep working at the, the little things, you know? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, to be a good good prospect get eyes on you got to be on the field at all times and to stay healthy especially throughout these two back-to-back seasons will be huge for me uh personally so just continue to do the little things right um take care of my body eat the right food stuff like that so i think that will also be huge for me and then what was the – I'm sorry, what was the second part of that question? I, I was just curious if there are some players um, NFL-wise that need oh. to watch a ton. Because I know you talked a little bit about the, you know, the 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 film and being able to evaluate yourself and be able to take yeah. things from people. Like, are there some players that you like to watch? Um. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know – I mean, I'm not a guard, but Quentin Nelson, <laughs> just the the physicality he brings is what – we kind of teach and I think he's a great player to go off of um, just because that I've tried to develop more physically be more physically dominant as my years have went on here mm-hmm. and I think just watching him just I mean just small people just dominate people in the league is just so fun to watch and I think um, 
if you can model a like a nasty, violent offensive like that, I mean, I think it'll only help you. So yeah, I've really tried to incorporate um, some nastiness and physicality in my game, especially. So yeah. And after the successful season that your team just had, the five and two, and making the playoffs and doing all the great things you did in, in a COVID-ridden year. Now moving to your, your final potential season for the fall, what are some things that you guys want to accomplish, both from an individual perspective for yourself, but also from a team perspective? What, what, how high is the bar set now? Um, well, I think after this COVID year, just figuring out what we can really do, uh, what we're really made of. Um, I don't think that, I mean, and we got, I mean, as a team perspective, we got some seniors coming back just because it was that COVID year, which was very beneficial for us. But I think the sky's the limit for our team. Um, just going out there and just playing our brand of football, doing what we can, um, just uh, never stopping. And I think going back, like you said, this COVID year, seeing us beat like these top-rated teams, um, I mean, it was a shock to most people now, but, like, now our name's out there, seeing what we can do. And, like I said, I think we can do what we want to do as long as we set our mind to it, stay positive. Um, but, yeah, and then really for me, it's just like I said earlier, um, just stay healthy. Um, so that'll be the biggest thing for me, staying on the field and playing all these games, playing all the snaps. So I think that's – a very great goal for me um, for that point, but yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the last question I had for you is obviously some people have already uh, pointed to you as maybe that next guy, as, as a draft prospect, as a guy that people need to keep an eye out for, for the 2022 NFL draft pers uh, perspective. So last question is how long has playing in the NFL been a dream? And to know that maybe just, you know, less than a year from now, that might be a reality. What type of blessing would that be? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a dream, probably like most guys ever since they threw a football, threw a put the pads on for the first time. I mean, everyone grows up watching NFL games, watching their favorite team, and just to be able to, I mean, just to think about that and have that come into reality is just honestly amazing. I I couldn't be, I could not be more grateful to. I mean, be getting this attention, be having these guys um, pointing me out and stuff like that. And but yeah, it's the biggest blessing in the world just to just to have that for me. So, mm -hmm. yep. And a guy to definitely keep an eye out for for the University of North Dakota this year, starting left tackle Matt. Well, let's go, Matt. Appreciate you again, man. Taking a little bit of time. This was fantastic. Just getting a little of the backstory and everything, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It was it was very fun. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.